What's up, everyone? Welcome to State Philly Sports History for September 27th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. And, well, the Phillies officially clinched, and they were able to actually clinch the top seed last night as well, thanks in large part to not so much the Braves' comeback as much as the Cubs making an error uh, that allowed the go-ahead run the score which ultimately clinched the division for the Brewers, which then in turn clinched the top wildcard seed for the Phillies. So they will be the four seed. There will be playoff baseball next week at Citizens Bank Park starting on Tuesday. Times and everything are still be to, to be determined. But what a win. And, of course, the way they've played all year, of course they're going to clinch a playoff spot with a walk-off and I love seeing that it was Rojas. He's been such a key member of that team since he came up. I I really, really have been impressed with him. He seems like he works hard. And I I feel with the way defensively this team has some, some issues sometimes, having him out there in center field is great. And it just it takes one less word. It's kind of like when Shane was out there. And we never really had to worry about what was going on. But 3-2, 10 innings. Phils not only clinch a playoff spot, they clinch the fourth seed. We are one win away from winning our bet with four games left to play. I think if you're going to bet, today probably be a good day to bet the Pirates. Just because Topper told them before, <laughs> I guess he dismissed them. Come in late tomorrow. Go out and celebrate. Uh, so... I, I really see them coming out sluggish today, but they clinched. They're in. We need one more win for the bet. Playoff baseball Tuesday at Citizens Bank Park, and I cannot wait. Obviously, if you want more Phillies coverage, go to 2008 Phils. Only five games left in order to get that 75% off a subscription. All the details are in the link. Uh, you get the 2008 World Series banner shirt. Hopefully we're getting a 2023 banner to go alongside of that. 2008 Phils will follow your Twitter account. You get access to everything they have on their site. All for 75% off. Uh, get access to autographs, tickets, and giveaways all throughout. And I'm sure throughout the postseason there's going to be all kinds of things going there. Definitely worth it. Check them out. Phillygoat.com. All the details you need. It's $2 a day, $20 for the year. Just do it and, and celebrate this magical Phillies postseason run. And while you're at it, after you sign up for 2008 Phils, with all the money you're saving from the 75% off, go to Philly Goat. Get one of those awesome Hunt for Red October shirts with the Fanatic in the World Series trophy. Um, I'm, I'm going to order mine because those things are just... Uh, I need one of those in my life. The sooner you order, the quicker it can come in time for the Phillies postseason run. The good thing is, too, it does not have a year on it, so you can wear it year after year. It is the gift that keeps on giving. Go to phillygoat.com. Get your Hunt for Red October t-shirts. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. All the cool kids are doing it, so so should you. And while we're doing plugs, might as well just go check out the latest Back to the Future. We did an, an episode on the life and career of Barry Ashby of the Flyers. Very entertaining. I love his story, uh, and I felt the need to get it out there. So go check that out. Back to the Future with a PH. New episode will be dropping Thursday. 
All right, so the Eagles update. Apparently there was a lot of the players, not just Jalen Hurts, that had the flu or the stomach bug or whatever going on on Monday night, which kind of explains a lot. It seems like they were sharper, meaning I feel like they worked out some of those kinks they had in practice, but there were still certain things that they were off it. And part of it probably is still the preseason thing. And I think the other part, obviously, if you have the flu and you're not feeling well, you're going to be a little off. So to me, that explains. I'm looking forward to seeing what they come out and do uh, Sunday against Washington. They should all be better by then. Uh, And hopefully that translates into the Christmas crispness and the sharpness that we started to see glimpses of. But for whatever reason, whether it was the rain, because they were sick, whatnot, Hopefully that writes itself on Sunday and we see more uh, a more accurate picture of what this team is. Uh, the other big story coming out of the Eagles is just the absolute absurdity that everybody is pushing back against the quarterback sneak play, the tush push, uh, that or so to speak, or I forget what the other name they were... Uh, Whatever, there, there was another name that they were trying to name. But either way, everybody's so pissed off about it. And I, I don't understand, and rather than trying to figure out how to do it yourself, you're, you're complaining about the Eagles doing it. And it's not the Eagles' fault that they've perfected it. They have the line that, that is capable of doing it. I forget who it was. It may have been Green Bay. Uh, one of the teams tried to do it a couple weeks ago. The guy tripped over uh, one of his linemen. Uh, and it, like so while you guys are complaining and not trying to figure out how to run it yourself, the Eagles are out here trying to run option plays off of it. You saw the other night, Jalen tried to pass off of it. Uh, and I think one of the – I don't know – Obviously, it didn't work, but I think what that does is puts the league on notice that, yo, there's other things we can do on this, which makes the play even that much more dangerous. So, again, instead of bitching, go out and try to figure it out yourself or maybe figure out your own version or or your own play that's unstoppable that everybody else can bitch about. I'm just sick of it. Um, It's kind of one of those... Haters going to hate, and, and I get it. You're on top. Everybody hates you, and you're cheating. You're this. You're that. Um, not going to sympathize with or, or say I feel their pain, but starting to come along and see what, what happened with the Patriots now. It's like, shut up. Like, figure it out. It's legal. The NFL Rules Committee looked at it, said it was legal. Figure it out. Try to stop it. If you stopped it, we wouldn't run it anymore. Idiots. All right, so big NFC East games this week. The Eagles were the only ones that came out on top this past week. I'm anxious to see what happens on Thursday when the new Clashing Conferences podcast stop, drops. So go be sure to check them out. Give them a like and a follow. The Clashing Conferences podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. Should be interesting now that the Eagles are firmly in that catbird seat and I want to see what Randy has to say, the Dallas guy, now that uh, his Dak lost to the Cardinals after he talked so much trash on Topher for losing to the Cardinals the week, or almost losing to the Cardinals the week before. So, should be an interesting. Give those guys a follow over there. Sticking with football today, we're going to go back to 1924, and on this day, the first 
NFL game involving a team from Philadelphia took place today, and it was not your Philadelphia Eagles. The Frankfurt Yellow Jackets beat the Rochester Jeffersons 21 to nothing to open up their first inaugural season as a member of the NFL. They would finish that season 11-2-1. Not good enough to win a championship, but they're obviously going 11-2-1. They're not your typical expansion team. Uh, The NFL rules were a lot different back then, and I don't want to get more or too much into the the weeds with this because there is a future episode of Back to the Future coming up later in October. I mentioned to you before that I'm going to do more crossover things when things come up and then focus more on the topics. The Frankfurt Yellow Jackets are one of them, but they did play at Frankfurt Stadium, which is at Frankfurt and Devereux. If you're familiar with that area, you know exactly where I'm talking about. Uh, They did wear those powder blue and yellow uniforms, which were the color of the city of Philadelphia. And then the Eagles famously wore them back in 2007 for a throwback game. And the Eagles actually wore these jerseys for their first two seasons before they introed the Kelly Green in year three. But they split between the powder blues and the Kelly Green in that third year. So these were the colors of the Eagles. So when they did that throwback for the, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, they still had some some ties with the Eagles, not just the city of Philadelphia. But on this day, back in 1924, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets beat the Rochester Jeffersons 21-0 in the first professional NFL football game in Philadelphia. More on that coming up later in October on Back to the Future. Okay, so we talked about the powder blue and yellow jerseys that the Eagles wore. Time for who wore it best, and yesterday it was number 24, and it was pretty close, um, or closer than I guess what I thought it would have been. It came down to basically Bobby Jones and Sheldon Brown, no love for Mike Lieberthal, but it was Bobby Jones winning with 67% of the vote. Uh, I thought Sheldon would have gotten more love than what he did, but I think ultimately Bobby Jones body of work as well as the fact that he won a championship in philly i think that is what put him over the edge no argument there his numbers retired he is an nba hall of fame or pro basketball hall of famer uh so no no shame in bobby jones winning number 24 all right today we're gonna go to another one of those iconic numbers and that is number six in philly Currently, Devontae Smith and Travis Sanheim wear them uh, for the Flyers and Eagles. Other notables were Bubby Brister, who was part of the, the carousel of uh, just quarterbacks post like during the Randall Cunningham era when he would get hurt. Matt Cavanaugh, who was another backup for, for Randall. Savraka. Doug Glanville, one of my favorite center fielders. J-Roll, actually, his first year wore number six. Uh, and Bo Diaz, who I know a lot of the old school guys really like Bo Diaz for the Phillies. But to me, it came down to four guys. Um, ultimately, I felt it should have come down to two. But the other two I'm throwing in for body of work and longevity. Uh, first, we have Chris Terriant, who played 11 years for the Flyers as a defenseman. Fifth all-time in Flyers all-time games played. Uh, just brought a toughness to those teams and, and was always a fan favorite. The, the next is Johnny Callison, who was another fan favorite from the old school. He played 10 years in Philly, went to four All-Star games, a 271 hitter with the Phils with 185 home runs. 
Again, I said he was a fan favorite, probably because he was a member of that 64 uh, collapse team. But that year, he had the Jim Bunning uh, perfect game on Father's Day. Johnny Callison actually won the All-Star game for the National League with a walk-off, taking home the MVP award. He is a member of the Phillies Wall of Fame as well. And now, to me, it comes down to the these next two. And I'm not putting them in any particular order, but we're going to start with Dr. J. Played 11 years in Philly, averaged 22 points per game, 6.7 rebounds as a member of the Sixers, won the MVP award in 1981, 11-time All-Star. His number six is retired. Three-time Eastern Conference champion, did bring home the last, helped to bring home the last championship for the Sixers in 1983. Still very involved with the team as an ambassador. One of the greatest to ever do it. That is Dr. J, Julius Irving. And finally, one of my favorites, and I feel as though very one, probably one of the most underrated athletes in the history of Philadelphia, and that's Ryan Howard. Ryan played 13 years with the Phillies, did not become the full-time starter at 25, even until 25, even though he was tearing it up in the minor leagues because Jim Tomey was here. It took an unfortunate injury to Jim Tomey to get Ryan Howard in the lineup, and then he made it so the, the Phillies could not take him out. He was Rookie of the Year in 2005, won the MVP in 2006, league, or won the, helped bring home a World Series in 2008, he was the 2009 NLCS MVP, two-time home run leader in Major League Baseball, three-time RBI leader. And in my opinion, from 2006 to 2011, and you can look at the numbers, they back this up as well. There was nobody better in the history of Major League Baseball than Ryan Howard when it came to, to home runs and just the power numbers. And let that sink in for a minute because there are numbers that, that back that up. He was among the greatest of all time in Major League Baseball during that stretch. Uh, and th- if he played today, it probably be his average, or his numbers for average would be a lot better because of the shift. Uh, he was the one of the big reasons they started to implement the shift. And there were so many times he had hard hit balls when there was like the third infielder on the right side of the field. Uh, unfortunately, injuries cost him late in his career. But I will stand by the fact that from 2006 to 2011, there was no one better than Ryan Howard. Uh, and again, I, I remain neutral in these, but you know which way, obviously, I'm leaning on this one. So tell me, who is the greatest athlete to ever wear number six in Philadelphia? Is it Ryan Howard? Is it Dr. J? Is it Johnny Callison? Is it Chris Terrian? Get those votes into me however you can. I think we might actually see uh, an appearance from the sun today. So if you want to send the smoke signals, send the smoke signals away. But let me know who wore number six the best. On this day, back in 1924, the first professional NFL game featuring a team from Philadelphia was played as the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets beat the Rochester Jeffersons 21 to nothing uh, en route to an 11-2-1 season. More on that on Back to the Future later in October. To make sure you stay in the loop, give it a like and a follow. It's Back to the Future with a PH. Check out my boys over at the Clashing Conferences podcast. It should be a doozy this week. Fans and haters, get over the whole tush push thing. Come on, man. Really? Anyway, 
Congrats to the Phils on clinching that playoff spot. We need one more win. Maybe the bench players can pull one out for us tonight and we can just put our feet up and relax until Tuesday. Congrats on Bobby Jones for wearing number 24 the best. It is supposed to be nicer before the rain comes in for a couple days, so get out. Enjoy your Wednesday. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Wednesday, and until next time, I will see you when I see you. Go Phillies.